0: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: <clears> at <throat> connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream.
2: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Can you imagine going on a dream trip with your family? I plan one every summer. During COVID, it's been RV trips. But in the middle of your dream trip to have your baby girl disappear... I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. I'm talking about Maddie McCann. That's right. Madeline McCann. Take a listen to our Cut 25, our friends at WTHR. Finally, is there a break in the case?
0: We do have an update now for you on a 15-year-long missing child investigation. Prosecutors in Portugal now believe they may have a suspect in the Madeleine McCann case. You might remember that was a three-year-old little, 3 year old little girl from Britain who vanished while she was vacationing with her family back in 2007 at a resort. The suspect's identity has yet to be released. We do know he now is in custody for another crime. He also has a previous conviction in a child sexual abuse case.
2: Again, thank you for being with us. I'm Nancy Grace, and this is Crime Stories. I'm I'm concerned that it has taken this long for police to hone in on who they now say is the official suspect in the disappearance of Maddie McCann. First of all, what happened to Maddie? Uh, joining me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. Uh, high-profile lawyer joining me out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, former prosecutor of felony crimes just like this one. Now defense attorney, Daryl Cohen. Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us also from the Atlanta jurisdiction. And you can find her at her website, MD.com, Special Deputy Sheriff, Johnson County Sheriff's Office. Executive Director of the Kelsey Smith Foundation, Greg Smith, joining us. But first, to Charlie Langston, editor, DailyMail.com. Charlie, thank you for being with us. Charlie, what a long time we've waited for justice in the Maddie McCann disappearance, or should I just call it like it is, Charlie, the Maddie McCann murder. This little girl, just three years old when she was abducted.
6: I mean, this is a case. I was a Brit. It's something that has been a part of my life for over a decade now. And I think the incredible interest that remains in this case and in all of its developments just go to show how much of a sensational crime this was. It was devastating to the entire country, to the entire world to see this three-year-old girl disappear without a trace and to see her parents year after year begging the authorities, begging the public to help them try and find out what has happened to their child. You're
2: right, Charlie. Just seeing the McCann's crying and begging and, of course, under the circumstances where little baby Maddie went missing, they were first suspected, which tore them up all the more. Guys. Who is this guy that is now the suspect, finally? He's been in their crosshairs for a long time. I don't know what has taken them so long to name him an official suspect. Take a listen to our cut three, our friends at Sky.
3: But Madeline McCann's parents, there's still hope she's alive, but prosecutor Hans Christian Volters says he's leading a murder investigation. Madeline's parents still believe she could be alive. Why do you call it a murder investigation?
1: There are so many facts that, that, that she's dead. So there's, there's no.
0: Um, Möglichkeit, opportunity? opportunity nee. Yeah, opportunity uh, that she's still living.
3: The case against the new suspect, Christian B., is circumstantial. He's a convicted child sex abuser. He lived along Portugal's Algarve coast for 12 years. His last home was in Praia Deluge, where Madeleine vanished. His phone was used outside the McCann apartment the night she
0: disappeared. We don't have
2: Madeleine McCann's body, but we expect that she's dead. We have some evidence that the suspect has done the deed. But we need more information from people, places he has lived, so we can target these places specially and search there for Madeleine. You know, I find it really interesting. Out to Greg Smith, us uh, special deputy sheriff, joining us, Johnson County. You of all people know the power of the ping. Okay, the power of a cell phone ping. Did I just hear, Greg Smith, that this guy cell phone pinged just outside Maddie McCann's apartment? The it was like um an Airbnb where they were staying at this plush resort they didn't know that before now
4: well nancy depends on how they did it um i mean there is a way to get live uh location data you know at the time of the crime that type of thing um the, the stuff that i work on all the time there's also a way to get that data though from historical data from what's known as cdrs or call detail records um, you can go back and get the information on which towers a phone contacted and their software you can put that into, and it'll map that out, and you can actually see uh, where that phone has traveled. So it would be interesting to know when they got that information, how how long ago did they get it? Is it something they just recently said, hey, we can do this? I mean, you know, there's a lot of questions here, um, but, yeah, 15 years is a long time.
2: You know, Charlie Langston, I don't understand it. Charlie Langston joining us, reporter with DailyMail.com. She's the editor of Female, F-E-M-A-I-L. I don't understand it if he is linked outside where her parents were staying at the time. Why has it taken them so long?
6: You know, this whole case has just been filled with error after error after error, starting right from the jump when Maddie disappeared. The Portuguese police came under huge criticism at the time because they failed to take any action immediately, which we now believe allowed this suspect, this man, to get out of Portugal. As soon as the media furore began around the Maddie McCann case, This guy slipped out of Portugal and we believe went back to Germany. None of the borders were locked down. None of that stuff was put into place. And that allowed him to walk right out of the country. So to even know that he was there at the time, we would have had to have identified him as being in Portugal. Nobody knew at the time because he was allowed to flee before anyone could even raise him as a suspect.
2: And at that time, Daryl Cohen, he was already... A sex offender. He had been uh, molesting little girls, ogling them. Just a, a long, long history. How he was moving so freely from one country to the next.
7: Nancy, you have to wonder where the police were, where their eyes were, where their head was, and their hands weren't moving the way they should have.
2: Well, obviously, I know where their heads were up their rear ends because this guy was allowed to wander around right there where this child was staying. And there are now other cases, a rape of a U.S. citizen in the area and a sex attack on another elderly lady, another young girl who goes missing, not too, too far away, around the age and very physically similar to Maddie McCann. And he's connected to all these things that I know I know, Daryl Cohen, that you would scream bloody murder at trial if I did this. But don't you think it's quite the coincidence that where the elderly woman is raped, where the U.S. citizen is raped, where the other little girl goes missing that looks like Maddie McCann, where Maddie goes missing, he's always in the area. He's always right there a couple of blocks away. That doesn't bother you.
7: I absolutely admit it is not a coincidence because I don't believe in coincidences. But I am very concerned about the lack of appropriate police work and and their investigation went dead end until finally, and maybe now, we'll have justice. Just maybe.
2: Guys, I I want you to take a listen now to our Cut 18, our friends at Sky News. And this is about the possibility that some of Madeline, baby Madeline McCann's, clothes were found in an area um i don't know if you guys have this but in a lot of areas especially densely populated areas there are patches of ground where people can plant a garden they can have a a a structure there that is what this guy had this christian Bruckner, and it is there that we believe There's a possibility that some of Maddie's clothes were buried. Take a listen.
3: Do you still have the same suspect you had three months ago? Yes. We have only one suspect, only Christian B. How much information have you been sent?
1: We got hundreds of hints. Of course, there are some hints uh, which are only rubbish, but there are some hints we are hopeful that can make our investigation more successful. Three months ago, you said
3: you needed good evidence, forensic evidence. Have you found that yet?
1: We have no forensic evidence, but it's not necessary to have forensic evidence to charge our suspect. But we need some more evidence. Maybe a witness, maybe a photo or a video. I asked
3: the prosecutor what evidence he has that makes him certain that Madeline is dead. He won't say, but he is aware of rumors.
1: Someone told me that we have found uh, the clothes of Maddie. Yes, the pajamas. Yeah. But it's not yeah. true. If we found something like that, it would be great for our investigation.
2: I just get the sense that Keystone cops.
0: your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience which means Zinn pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool, All night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to Lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional fifty dollars off mattresses and select goods. That's L E E S A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
2: First, there were claims they had found some of her clothes. Then there were claims they didn't find some of her clothes. But the most hotly contested piece of evidence linking Christian Bruckner to Maddie McCann is, we believe, a photo or a video of her. Now, why would he have that? Take a listen. Now we're 19. Our friends at Inside Edition.
8: Peter Van Sant questioned prosecutor Hans Christian Walters about the investigation.
0: We have strong evidence. That Christian B. killed Maddie McCann,
9: but you don't have a body, correct? There's no body. No, we have we have no forensic evidence. Then how can you be so certain? We have other evidence. And may I speculate that that evidence may include photographs or video
0: of Maddie McCann? You may speculate, but I'm not allowed to tell you if you are right or if you are wrong.
1: 48
8: Hours reports that a search of an abandoned warehouse that once belonged to the suspect turned up USB drives that contained pictures and videos of child abuse. The prosecutor wouldn't confirm if images of Madeline were on the drives.
2: Let me go out to Dr. Angela Arnold, a renowned psychiatrist joining us. Dr. Angie, it's one thing to molest a child. It's another thing to video it. Because if In fact, Bruckner had video or photos of Maddie McCann. He would have to have made them himself because at that time, Maddie was not public. There were not pictures and video of her online. He would have to have made it, which means it would have been most likely video of him raping or torturing this three-year-old little girl.
8: Well, and the horrific thing is if if you video something, it's so that you can watch it over and over again. Because you get some sort of thrill out of doing it and watching it over again, it also means that this was this had some planning on his part, doesn't it the 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 thing that just gets me is that fifteen years later they're asking if they're still alive if she's still alive, maybe if they had have done their work in the beginning, if she was still alive, they could have found her then. I don't know why they think that all of a sudden she's going to be still alive fifteen years later. How are they
2: ever going to find her? Well, I I don't know that anyone has said that she is still alive.
8: And that's not and that's not his mo. Apparently, he's you know he he if he did it, he raped her, he abused her, he filmed it, and because of all the bumbling around in this in this in the police in this country,
2: he's gotten away with it for this long. It's horrible. What happened the night that? This little girl seemingly vanishes into thin air while on vacation with her family. Take a listen to our friends at Sky.
5: A three-year-old British girl has gone missing in the Algarve in Portugal, of course. We can uh, speak now to Dan Mason, who's a journalist who works in that area. Dan, thanks for joining us on Sky News Sunrise this morning. What are the details that you've gleaned so far?
3: Hi, yeah. Um. All I basically know is that the child uh, was obviously staying at, M- at Mark Warner um establishment and was reported missing around p.m. last night. Uh she's three years old, um, answers to the name of Madeline or Maddy, um, fair hair and um the the most of the people within the, the area were searching through to about four o'clock in the morning yesterday, the, um and obviously through hedges and uh down the beach etc., Um to, to Novell, and I've just been down this morning to the club again to see if there's any more news and the situation is basically the same.
2: Straight out to Charlie Langston joining us from DailyMail.com Charlie again thank you for being with us. Exactly what happened surrounding her disappearance?
6: So The disappearance happened while Maddie's parents and their friends were out at a restaurant in Portugal. They were dining at a place about 180 feet away from where they were staying. Throughout the night, the parents went back, checked on the children, and at 10 p.m., Kate went back, Maddie's mom, to find that Maddie had disappeared from her bed. Obviously, as any mother would, she flew into a blind panic, alerted as many people as she possibly could they then spent the entire night hunting for maddie but couldn't find her anywhere now portuguese authorities did not issue they didn't even issue a description of maddie until around 24 hours after she had disappeared they didn't lock down any kind of entrance or exit from the town where the family was staying and it really was just a horrific comedy of errors that continued right up until the point when Maddie's parents, Kate and Jerry, were named as official suspects because Portuguese police accused them of killing their daughter in some tragic accident in the apartment and then trying to cover it up. So 15 years later, we have a man being named as an official suspect for the very first time since Maddie's own parents were accused of killing their
2: child. I think that there was a lot of public outrage that the parents left her and her siblings in the hotel room while they went to have dinner. True, it was only 100 feet away. True, they had nothing to do with her disappearance. But still, it was a real witch-burning, Daryl Cohen.
7: Go after the people who were closest to what appears to be a victim easier than going after the real investigation easier than saying don't have a suspect suspects yet we're looking carefully easier than looking and trying this net and finding this guy who was a convicted child molester who finding this guy who went after a girl that looked like Maddie. I mean, this is outrageous.
2: You know, another thing about it, to you, Greg Smith, I agree with Gerald Cohen. Uh, the fact that they focused so much on the parents at the get-go really delayed the search for Maddie's abductor. And another thing, Greg Smith, Greg, the very first thing when a woman or a child goes missing... You look for sex predators in the area, and who is in the area, unmonitored, Christian Bruckner. They did nothing.
4: Yeah, that's standard procedure, Nancy. You you uh, immediately check. Uh, I mean, here in Kansas, we have the sex offender registry, so um, that was done in Kelsey's case. That was the first, one of the first things that was done, was see who's in the area, uh, who could have been in the area, uh, interview them, talk to them. Um, and while in a lot of these cases, it turns out that there's a family member involved, um, there, and there's a, uh, a, a tendency for police to focus on that. You've, you've got to be aware of the big picture and, and be open-minded and, and figure out that, you know, they may not be the suspect and you can't just hone in with a preconceived notion that this is what you've got. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's problematic.
2: And not only that, do you, Charlie Langston, it's my understanding that this announcement comes nearly 15 years to the day that Maddie goes missing. Do you find that odd at all? 15 years. To the day? It's actually not odd because Portugal has a 15-year
6: statute of limitation on crimes that would call for a 10-plus-year sentence. So I think the timing is actually in no way coincidental or strange. I think the timing is very, very purposeful because Portuguese authorities know that if they don't do something right here, right now, then it may well be too late to ever punish whoever perpetrated this horrific crime and to ever find any kind of justice or at least answers for Kate and Jerry McCann.
2: Well, you're right. Um, what Charlie Langston is telling you is absolutely correct. I think that this is just the authorities trying to save their own skin in this case. Take a listen to Our Cut 27, our friend Simon Jones.
5: Madeline went missing from a holiday apartment on the 3rd of May 2007 while her parents were having dinner at a nearby restaurant. In July 2013 the Met Police opened its own investigation saying it had new evidence and new witnesses. And it was in June 2020 that German police first revealed they had a suspect. There have been searches in Portugal but no breakthrough. In less than two weeks, a statute of limitations would take effect, meaning under Portuguese law it would no longer be possible to make someone a person of interest. But it's understood this latest development is driven not by timing, but by strong indications that a crime has taken place. There have been many false dawns in the investigations into what happened. The police in Germany have previously warned their inquiry, like the others, could end without a charge. But Madeline's parents have always said they need to know what happened so they can find peace.
2: So bottom line, it's now or never. And the Portuguese authorities are still, in my opinion, sitting on their thumb. They botched the case at the get go. And now the only way they may be able to prosecute this three year old little girl's killer is if they somehow produce a witness. They've blurted out. Publicly, that they don't have any forensic evidence. That hurt the case. But now I'm understanding, Charlie Langston, joining us from DailyMail.com, that they are claiming they've got a witness.
6: Now, supposedly, yes, they are saying that they have a witness who may be able to come forward and link Christian B., Christian Bruckner, to the crime. But I should also point out that a TV special is due to air in the UK tomorrow, in which Four witnesses are understood to be coming forward to corroborate an alibi for Christian B, which would, once again, potentially, you know, completely ruin this whole case before it's even really got off the ground. So it will be interesting to see what happens tomorrow when these four people who are named, who supposedly have no connection to Christian B whatsoever, no reason to defend him, come forward and corroborate whatever alibi it is that he plans to offer.
2: Well, you know what, Charlie Langston? I'll just burn that bridge when I get there because I've had a lot of cases where the defense claims, I've got an eyewitness to say fill in the blank. And you know what I say to that? B.S. I'll stand on my own witnesses because very often I've had witnesses come on for the defense um, I remember one very notably, Daryl Cohen, that came on trying to tell me he saw what he saw the night of a murder. I guess the defense did not count on me going to the scene and pointing out that that point of view was absolutely impossible because there's a thick hedge of bushes about six feet tall between the eyewitness and the murder. Impossible! Unless he flew over the hedge and look down to see the murder. So I don't believe any eyewitness until they're tested by cross-examination. And as a matter of fact, Daryl Cohen, in the black and white letter of the law, eyewitnesses can be tested as to their vision, the lighting, the distance at which they saw what they claim to have seen. I mean, it's laid out in black and white how a so-called eyewitness can be cross-examined. So I'd like to get a hold of those eyewitnesses myself and see what's left of them after I finish.
7: I'd like to know what these eyewitnesses have to say. I would like to be able to cross-examine them. I'm with you. But let's assume their testimony is impeccable. It doesn't stop the police. It doesn't stop the prosecutor, the courts, from trying this guy. And if the statute of limitations is running out, I would rather have some prosecutorial time incarceration than nothing at all. And if somehow he does this again, we'll get him.
2: Explain what you're talking about. You
7: and I both know there are times we know a person is guilty as a prosecutor, but we don't have enough evidence. And the statute of limitations is running. And in, in our country we would not have to worry about a murder statute of limitations. It doesn't exist. But it there in Portugal it apparently does. So they can arrest him. They can try him and keep him incarcerated and keep the case running as long as possible. And if he is acquitted, so be it. But he's got he's spent time in jail, in prison. And also his name, his likeness, his face is all over the media, all over the press. And that's all he has to do is breathe again. And they've got him for something else. Sometimes you have to get even more than getting him the way you really want to.
2: Let me just say, officially, I don't know what you're talking about. Charlie Langston, joining us from DailyMail.com. This guy is a child sex predator. What is his record? Why has he been labeled? already a child sex predator at the time he was skulking around maddie mccann's airbnb i mean this man is not just a child sex predator he i mean he
6: was described by a woman he used to be in a relationship with as a human pig he has perpetrated so many sex crimes against children against women ranging in ages from as you said a 72 year old american citizen who he is understood to have raped in Portugal in 2005. Now, he was not convicted of that crime until
2: 2019. He is currently serving a jail sentence for that crime. Seven-year jail sentence. Now, hold on, hold on. You know what, Charlie? You know the facts so well. Listening to like drinking from the fire hydrant. It's too much, too fast. Let's, did you hear what Charlie Langston just said? This guy, Christian Bruckner, is just now serving a seven-year sentence on a 2000. Five rape of an elderly woman in Portugal. Same place as where Maddie was stolen. That's a seven-year sentence, and he just now has started serving it. And it started, the event happened in 2005. So you've got that. Then you've got him being connected to the rape of an Irish tour represented in 2004 exposing himself to children on a playground, but there's another little girl where he was near her at the time she goes missing and she looks so much like Maddie. What about that case? So much so that she was actually nicknamed
6: German Maddie in the media. This was in 2016. And this is actually the first case that, made people connect Christian Bruckner to the Maddie McCann case because the similarities between the two was so astounding that it didn't seem plausible that he couldn't have been connected to the Madeleine McCann case. But it's not until six years later that we're actually hearing for the very first time that he's been named a suspect.
2: Dr. Angie, wait, 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 hold the thought, hold the thought because I want to hear it, but I want to analyze what you just said. Dr. Angie, uh, with me is renowned psychiatrist, Dr. Angela Arnold. Dr. Angie, I remember a case. You might remember it too, Daryl Cohen. Um, it's a case I tried. This guy's serial killer. I got him on one. And his victim will forever be a Jane Doe. She has never been identified. That's really hard to prove that kind of case because you can't, if you don't know the victim, you don't know who they hung out with, where they're from, Uh, who was their last boyfriend. Anyway, she's found strangled, raped, out in a field. Long story short, I got a bead on the perp. So I started looking for people that knew the perp. I found his girlfriend, the mother of his child, who had kicked him out for trying to strangle her. I found another woman he tried to strangle in the Fulton. No, she was in the Gwinnett County Jail, Daryl. I had a Reconstructionist draw the picture of what the dead victim would have looked like in life. Guess who she looked like? Almost identical. They looked like twins. His girlfriend that had rejected him and thrown him out of the house. And I put those two pictures, those two sketches up in front of the jury and argued who would have killed this woman other than the man who was rejected by this woman. Did you hear what Charlie Langston just said? The German Maddie looks just like Maddie McCann? Dr. Angie, what about it?
8: Nancy, The the fact of the matter is, I, I don't understand why all of this information is being ignored because we have known for a very long time that unfortunately, sexual predators do not change their stripes and they will continue and continue their behavior until they are stopped, which is why in the United States we have sexual predator lists that we put them on. Nancy, they are they are incapable of being rehabilitated.
2: Dr. Angie, everything you just said is correct, but that is not responsive to the question I asked. I asked you about the physical similarities in victims. Why do perpetrators do that?
8: Because they're they're playing out their fantasy, whatever it is. They're playing it out through another person that looks just like that person. It's 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 right out there Nancy. It's it's simple. We're not looking for a zebra. They are acting it out on someone who looks just like the other person. They're acting out that that violent fantasy that they have. Their aggressions their control. This is all about control also, Nancy. Okay, let's remember that. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico,
2: Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
2: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. To Daryl Cohen, Daryl, it's what we call in the law a similar transaction. And when you can show it's a fingerprint crime, like another little girl the same age with strikingly similar physical attributes, stolen in the same way, raped and murdered. That way, at least in this country, that evidence can come in. Normally under the Constitution, a defendant cannot have past crimes or bad acts come before a jury because they are to be judged not on their reputation or their past, but on that particular case. But when the cases are so similar, they are allowed. Explain.
7: When there are similar transactions, the girls look alike, the crime is probably similar, if not the same, then you can, in this country at least, you can enter that into evidence. You can have the triers of fact, the judge, the jury, listen to it and pay attention to it because it is exactly the same. You just transpose one person for another, but the circumstances are the same. So that is absolutely admissible here. I cannot speak for Portugal. I am sorry.
2: Charlie Langston, it has been reported that prosecutors are, quote, 100% sure that Christian Bruckner is the perp that took Maddie. Why now? And what do you think the evidence is? I mean, I think the evidence is
6: all circumstantial in terms of he is just a Truly horrendous man who has perpetrated crime after crime after crime against women and children. He has a history of perpetrating crimes exactly like that one in the Maddie McCann case. Now, we said earlier it wasn't his M.O. typically to, you know, murder one of his victims. However, I think it's important to remember the media furore around this case was so extraordinary that there would have been no way for someone to perpetrate this crime and not be charged with it had she returned to her parents had she been found had the police managed to you know track her down in one way or another there's no way that the person who committed this crime wouldn't have been found so I think tragically While I understand how important it was to her parents to call attention to this case, I think the enormous public interest in it may well have sealed Maddie's death. And that to me is the most horrendous thing about this. It took the police so long to begin properly investigating this case that Maddie could have survived had they actually pulled their socks up and gotten on with things in the, you know, from the get go.
2: I understand what you're saying. If she has still been alive, but Greg Smith joining us, uh, special deputy sheriff. The reality is when children are taken at this age, typically they are killed within the first 76 hours.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Nancy, that's uh, I mean, that's the modus operandi for, for young children. Um, you know, and, and I don't know that media attention is a bad thing, um, maybe, it w- maybe a double-edged sword, but Kelsey's case had a heck of a lot of media attention. We were on every news outlet in the United States and even international. Um, and while Kelsey didn't come home alive, she came home. We found her.
2: Now, I'm thinking about what you're saying, guys. Uh, for those of you just joining us, an official suspect has finally been named and the disappearance of a three-year-old little girl, Maddie McCann. Take a listen to our Cut 28, our friend Alison Roberts.
6: Yesterday they issued a statement saying that on Wednesday uh, uh, an individual had been named as an official suspect. Uh, that was uh, an international request from Portugal to the German authorities to inform that person of interest that they had been made an official suspect. As your, your previous interviewee said, this is always a significant step because it means effectively that someone is being or will soon be questioned under caution. That's to say questions may be put that could incriminate them, which gives them the right not to answer, of course. So it's actually a status to protect that individual, but it is always significant as it's a necessary prelude to
2: charges at some point, although there is no sign of that just yet. No sign of official charges after he has been named a suspect? What does that mean, Charlie? He's been named an official suspect. So why won't charges naturally follow? Well, what
6: I think is the next most obvious step is that he will be extradited from Germany to Portugal. And that is when charges may well be brought against him. But right now, I think what is going on behind the scenes is that Portuguese authorities in conjunction with German authorities, are scrambling to try and get as much evidence as humanly possible to try and get some witnesses who will come forward and at least say, I saw him at this place, I saw him here, I know that he is a sex offender, whatever it may be. And right now, I think the most important thing is that He has been named as a suspect, again, the first official suspect in 15 years, which marks at least a step forward in a case that has been dragging on for more than a decade now.
2: Charlie, were Maddie's parents ever named official suspects? Yes, they were named as official persons
6: of interest way back in 2007. And interestingly, at the time, they had a huge amount of public criticism aimed at them. They were accused of neglect. Portuguese authorities suspected that Madeline had died in a tragic accident in the apartment that her parents had then tried to cover up. Now, they stopped being official suspects in 2008 when Portuguese authorities dropped the case completely because there was a lack of evidence. Ever since then, not a single official suspect has been named until
2: now. Take a listen to Erica 29, our friend Martin Brunt. It's hardly
3: been a secret. The German drifter has been the main suspect in the Madeleine McCann case for three years or more, but now it's official. Christian B is suspected of abducting and killing Madeleine. German prosecutors are leading the investigation, but haven't charged him. The British girl was three when she vanished from the family's holiday apartment in Portugal in 2007, 15 years ago. This week, the suspect had visitors to the German prison where he's serving a rape sentence. He was told that Portuguese prosecutors had made him an arguido, a formal suspect. He was questioned for the first time but refused to answer.
2: So, Charlie Langston being named a formal suspect, there. In that jurisdiction, that's the first time cops could question him? Yes, the first time.
6: And he remained entirely silent throughout. He refused to answer a single question. Um, But interestingly, a woman that he was in a relationship with previously, she came forward last week and she said that he told her in 2013, I know what happened to little Maddie. She also suggested that he may have been the abductor, the abuser, and that he may have passed Maddie off to someone else. So there are still an extraordinary number of questions surrounding this case. However, the mere fact that he's been named as an official suspect, I really can't overstate what a key step forward that is in this case especially given that he's only the third person when you look at kate and jerry mccann only the third official suspect to ever be named by portuguese authorities
2: will there be justice for maddie mccann we wait as justice unfolds nancy grace crime story signing off goodbye
3: from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal
4: podcast
2: That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for
1: being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.